Hello there, I'm Dylan Haskins. And I'm Lisa Hannigan. And this is the first in our series of desensitisation programme for Lisa Hannigan. Um, last uh, year you had the re-education of me uh, for loads <laughs> of films that I ought to have seen and I haven't seen. And in order to, um, to kind of, you know, even the playing field now, we realise that you get scared of things very, very easily. Oh, not that easily. I mean, you know, I think I'm reasonably You have used sensible. the example that you have been had nightmares from seeing the trailer to Paranormal Activity. I didn't even see the trailer. My friend told, told me about the you trailer. about the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. Yeah. Um, and there's some show called Ghost Stories that has a, a, a picture. The, the poster is a picture of people obviously sort of um, taken in the dark and they look so terrified uh, throughout this show. And that, even when I see that in the, in the tube, I sort of have to, have to look away. We'll have to go to that show then, for sure. You th- oh thanks God. for telling us about it. Oh, God. <laughs> I've seen those poses, actually. Um, but it's also, I suppose, another good thing about this is it's an excuse for us to get outside the studio. Uh, we bring mm-hmm. the recorder along and get to see some some kind of sites and places that mightn't normally be on, on, on your radar. Um, so we, we chose Chislehurst Caves for the first one in Kent. Uh, we took the train out there. It's only about 20 minutes outside of outside of London. Yeah, on your on your oyster. On your oyster. Which we did not realise. did not know and spent <laughs> all money on full day tickets. Um, there's a nice little cafe out there called Mustard so you can go and make a day trip of it. I, Delicious. I, think, I don't do enough day trips anymore. This is good. I'm excited that we're doing this. I never do. Yeah, I think it's a really good idea. I had Guinness flavoured crisps, which I wasn't they were sure good. about. You didn't like them. I liked them. Um, <laughs> we should have brought a pack lunch next time, maybe. Anyway, Chiseldor's Caves is, it's like, what is it, 22 miles of caves, under man-made caves. Chalk um, mines. Chalk mines. And they've been used for all different uses over the past, well, several hundred years. They said the earliest use was, they think, around 1200, but they could have been used before that as well. They've been used during the First World War, during the Second World War, and... Uh, Paul was our guide and he was kind enough to do our jingle for this week. Hello, my name's Paul. I'm a guide at Chislow's Caves and I suppose I've done this job for about 30 years or over. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that That's jump number one. <laughs> oh, look at these. Beautiful. Well, you need lanterns. It gets very dark. And I said all, all this stuff is all from the war when it was an air raid shelter. Okay. See, when this was full during the war, there were 15,000 people in these caves. Wow. Two cinemas, three canteens, hairdressers, gymnasium. Wow. How often do people come down for it? What, during the war? Yeah. Every night, mainly. Really? Right away through the war. Do you want to have a look at the map? Marvelous. So you can actually see, just above that doorway, rough but strong, 1941. So that's when all the brickwork oh, was in no. place. Yeah. <clears throat> so all this is from about 41. Gosh. And you've worked here since the, you've been here since the 70s? Oh, well, I used to come and see bands and things in the 70s. No way. <clears throat> yeah. What bands, <clears throat> how often did bands play here? Oh, Jimi Hendrix played here. He actually played on the 16th of December, 66. Pink Floyd, 67. Dave Bowie played here. No way. As David Jones with the Manish Boys and the Buzz. I think it's about 66. Wow. Rolling Stones. Incredible. 
As your match, you see. And who went to the gigs? Was it just local people or what? Oh, like, from all over. People came. Right. I mean, even in the fifties, it was jazz. So skiffle, so Lonnie Donegan, Acker Bilk, Joe Brown, speak. And whereabouts in the <clears> caves do they play? Is just around the corner. I mean, the sections are in the three sections. I mean, the Druids, perhaps, you know. There's stories that they date back 4,000 years and used as a place of worship and sacrifice, but mainly one of the big uses is to burn the chalk, turn it to quicklime, and then put it onto the land as a fertiliser. It cuts down the acid in the soil. Okay. Do you want to see where they have the bands? Yeah. Do they still do shells here? No, no. It was good, though. Oh, dear, it, was, it was full of smoke and... and uh, <laughs> yeah. You must have some good stories being here for that much, that much time. Well, you know, the 70s aren't... I don't remember. <laughs> Last night was a bit dodgy. Because <laughs> <laughs> me and my friends still do music, and after a few runs, I think we've gone a bit too far. <laughs> there you go, there's the wartime church. <laughs> you keep... I'll just explain that. There's, uh, there's different figure, kind of life-size figures around the place, and Lisa keeps jumping every time one of them appears. Yeah. It's a real church, this. It was consecrated or blessed 1941 by the Bishop of Rochester, Dr. Chavez. Quite a, quite a creepy-looking altar up there. I feel have, like. Have you had any people come to get married here? Well, during the war they did. Yes, yeah, a bit sort of hammer house of horror. These lads. You see, originally it would have gone to that door and then it would make a crude type of cross. Oh, I see. It's really beautiful, I'd say, when it doesn't have these um, creepy mannequins in it. Yeah, <laughs> especially that one. And then, of course, during the First War, 1914 18, they stored explosives in the case. This was the overflow to Woolwich Arsenal. That's nearby. About four miles away. Right, cool. <clears throat> 15,000 people. How do you find your way around here? Oh, I've just been here a long time. It's like uh, streets with a lid now. Is that a face? Yeah, there's a few of those. See, I would imagine when the soldiers were bored, out yes. come the bayonet and a bit of carving. Yeah, a bit of whittling. Look at this. So all this was part of the explosive store. That's where they used to have the bands, you see. Oh, amazing. That was very good. Wow! So you yeah, had the bands here, and sometimes you could play in the club room at the end there. So it, this would be packed solid. Led Zeppelin launched their record label here, Swan Song, 1974. Mostly, I would imagine they were done by the soldiers in the first war. These that, are the, these are these kind of faces carved into the chalkstone, is it? God, it's very soft, isn't it? It's very, very soft. They take a bit of a bashing, of course, over the years, but that one used to say, in memory of Nurse Cavell. So that's Edith Cavell from the First War. Oh, yeah. Wow. That one's it's kind of scary. I mean, you could just be carving it something as you were at the gate. Look at these spooky dudes. But you could, um, you could literally carve something during a gig. It's so soft. Oh, it is that soft. And, of course, in the 30s, they used to grow mushrooms in the place. And did those mushrooms then get consumed in the 70s? <laughs> there was quite a few mushrooms then, yeah. <laughs> did you want to have a look inside the club room? Sure. <laughs> 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 
If he was playing in a band, it was a much nicer sound to play here in, in the stage oh, again. Gosh, this is proper. I'll put the lights on for you. Oh no, no, the scarier the better. Really? <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to just put the lights on? <laughs> There's nothing as frightening as um, torchlight. There's a few old um, pentagrams on, on the wall there. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh look, is this like a cloak room? Is there a bar? This is the bar. Oh, so you get some drink, the band be there. Gosh. It's definitely the least conventional venue I've ever been in. And I've been in some unconventional venues. Cavern. Yeah, eat yeah. your heart out every basement venue that's called the cavern. <laughs> See, it was a nice sound to play there because it was more open. You wouldn't want to be uh, jumping about too much, would no. you? No. I'm all right then. I'll, <laughs> I'll fit nicely. Mine at all here. Gosh, and just the reverberations. You know, you wouldn't be sort of nervous doing anything too. Uh, you can feel it in your body. Yeah. yeah it's like a like a fish. <laughs> What the hell? There's like a hole through the wall. Oh, it's uh, a place called the Dell. It's not used anymore. The pit. So this is like an empty room in there. Oh, it's a big room in there. That was bricked up. Yeah. That's where you found the the. That's where that body was, was it? Yeah, the uh, old priest. Yeah. yeah. What old priest? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, a man who broke into the caves. Nobody knows why. 1947, I think, took all his clothes off, went wandering off. Ten days later, they found him dead in a place called Pug End, and they left that as death by misadventure. Nobody knows why he broke in, why he took his clothes off, or even what killed him, really. And he was a priest. He had been trained as a priest, but never finished. Never finished his uh, training, apparently. Wow. Wow, just had an episode. Oh, there's a cagey bit. There's yeah, one the gates. They're buildings from the wall. You can tell the bricks are around the wrong way, you see. They've laid the brick on its side to make it wider, so they use less. Oh, wow. oh I see. It's interesting. Is it bigger than you imagined, or? <laughs> <laughs> it is bigger, and I'm sort of concerned at how we just kind of keep Wandering. Keep wandering. <laughs> further see, and further. Where you see the numbers? It's where they had their beds in the wall. So a bunk bed with a curtain surround. And there used to be electric lights. This was all electrically lit. See, there's a date here. What's that? It's 10th of the 12th. I don't know if you can see it. 18th of the 12th, 1916. Carved into it. Cool. I was carving too. How long have the case been used for? Well, they were doing tours. I've seen pictures 1901, when Queen Victoria died, if not before. Well, and what sort of stuff do people come down to look at then, just the, the form of it and stuff? I suppose, yeah, the, the actual, just the, uh, the, the impressiveness of the size and, the, and the, the structure of the thing, really. And I'm not sure, but around about that time, they're the most like still grow mushrooms. <laughs> Sorry? What? I don't like this bit. <laughs> well, it only gets worse. Oh, no, really? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
hanging out. He's an old miner, a flint napper. So they're the ones who would take away the flint of the muskets and the tinder boxes. I don't know if you can see this. You might see the walls are sparkling. Yeah. You sit everywhere. That's not special. It was put there by the BBC when they filmed Doctor Who. They filmed Doctor Who then? Oh, 1972, Doctor Who and the Mutants. Wow, what else has been filmed then? Oh, uh, Merlin, Most Haunted, uh, Sexton Blake, Biggles, Famous Five, Secret Seven, <laughs> Inseminoid, hundreds. Cavaliers as a place to hide during the English Civil War. There's a hole in the floor. Some people believe that was a trap. There's a hole as you come down? Yeah. Do you want to see it? I'll take you around and show you. Cool. We can go under the pit. Under the pit! <laughs> what's the, um, what's the like, scariest thing that's happened down here to you, oh, aside from... There's, there's meant to be a ghost in the haunted pit. I'll take it if you like. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. That's a nice thing. Gosh, imagine trying to find you. This looks like a kind of pagan altar. There's like little schools and like actual, they're actual schools, aren't they? That's a tree of life. Oh, those are. That's a cow, a goat, and a sheep. And you can hear the echo now. Gosh. See so if I make a low noise. Actually, can I can I do something here for a second? Forget this. Soundings. Cool. That's our jingle. <laughs> you can get 20 seconds from it. Actually, I'll demonstrate for you if you like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, if you look down there, it's one of the longest tunnels of the plate. So if I leave you here, if I just go around the corner, I'll make two very, very loud bangs. Okay. And the echo goes on for 25 seconds. It's completely dark. I was not expecting that. I thought you were actually a 
bloody hell. I thought that's it now. We're on our own. Are we, do we have to find our way back or are we going? We're going around one big circle. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just going to take you into the haunted section. Oh, brilliant. Yes, okay. <laughs> Please give me the torch. No, I'm absolutely holding onto the torch from now. Please don't leave that was it. The torch was your crutch up to this point. I think this is an excellent phase one of desensitisation of it. Oh, this looks nice and scary. I think we should turn the torches oh, off. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not haunted, this. Is there just, is there no... Lisa, you go first. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, I think you should go first. No, I'm not, I'm not going first. I'm going in the middle. I'm not even coming to you. Uh, is there going to be any lit up scary... No. Mind the floor here, though, it's very wet. Wet paper's blood. So they have the idea she was murdered 200 years ago. And they used to run a five pound challenge if anyone could stay the night. Oh, lads. Oh, yeah. The very first one was uh, 1957. There was a policeman, Tony Bayfield. He was carving a horse down the tunnel. He had the feeling he was being watched, so he didn't want to turn round. So he was carving this horse to keep himself occupied. The last challenge was Halloween, 85. Dave Duker and Chris Perry. But during the night, Chris had some type of fit, some kind of seizure. And that's when they called the challenge off. That was the last one. Wow. I definitely want more than a fiver for it. I know. Yeah. I don't think I'd like it myself, to be honest. I'd give you a fiver, Dylan, if you want to stay down here in the, <laughs> next to the haunted pool. Well, she's still meant to haunt the place. And so the woman's body was really old that they found in here? About 200 years old, this. How had no one seen it before? Oh, it's quite deep, this originally. It was about half the size, but quite deep. Right. And I suppose there were lots of rocks thrown in there. And that must have been some discovery. Mess. Imagine, imagine you've been in person to discover that. Like. Oh dear. When was that they found the body? Uh, just before the war. Wow. When they drained the pool, then they found the body. Oh, yeah. So she still meant to haunt the place. Want to go anywhere next? No. <laughs> Well, I can take you down to where they found the priest's body. Yes, absolutely. We can go there. That would be amazing. Yeah, we go and have a look. His fingers were on where he'd been scraping them on the wall. So there was blood as well. So that's, I think, how they found him. Two boy scouts. And they crept into the caves. And then they found the man's body. What? But this deep in the cave, how would you find somebody? Well, it's actually not far from the entrance, but he'd been all round the caves, okay. dragging his hands on the wall. And, of course, the flint is quite sharp, so he's cut himself in several places. What? But when they found his body, he had a working torch, but it was switched off. I think you're doing well so far, though. I'm, I'm not doing too bad. It's working. I am being completely sensitised to that's the old cinema. Oh, wow. So you'd have fold-away chairs and a screen at the yeah. end. Oh, awesome. Oh, wow. Do you still use it for anything like that? It was usually, there was a reunion in 85. And they were showing Pat O'Doos and, and uh, all 
It seems like there's nothing alive in here. You, you know, it's surprising. I mean, it, as I say, I've seen bats and things. Yeah. And now and again, I've seen a mouse. And frogs. I found frogs in the caves. I usually just pop them in their pocket and drop them outside. But. Oh, good on you. This is more like it. And there's your lights. lights electric lights, there's flat walls. And there's a rope all there with 17 rolls. All from the wall. Okay. The cave captain controls his section. Music must cease by 9pm. Organised concerts can be held only by permission. The last rule is pretty great too. Arrive early and stay put. <laughs> by order, caves committee. See, cave captains were elected. So you had one cave captain was in charge of groups of 200 people. So they would keep order. Was that okay for you? That was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Really, really, really interesting. It's nice to really, because it's, it's uh, unusual. It's yeah, so absolutely. You reacted pretty well down there, I thought. You had one, a couple of moments where, whenever there was a mannequin, basically, where you kind of let out a, li- a, li- a little yelp. And there was a few moments when it got narrower that you got particularly scared. But by and large... I mean, I just think that's your, your human instinct, is when you're going, you're underground, quite far underground, and you're just going deeper and deeper, winding, winding around uh, corridors. And you think, if Paul now had a heart attack and died... We would never find our way out of here. It it because he obviously knows the place backwards, and we just on and on and on and on and on and on. That I just it it you know it did build in me the the anxiety of of just <clears throat> I don't I've no sense of where I am, and I've got quite a good sense of direction, and I just felt like I was I was an ant in a in an ant hill. I think I wasn't as I was just more. I, I was kind of distracted by trying to scare you yeah. so by like dropping back <laughs> and trying to hide down a corridor or turning the <laughs> torch off or exactly. trying to make up a story about a murder and then I asked him about the murder and he said which murder are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like oh, oh I didn't realise there actually was a was a murder. I'm surprised there wasn't more murders actually considering that there was 15,000 people used to sleep in there at night during the Second World War during the air raids yeah, okay. I kind of thought God you'd think there'd be sort of someone snoring really badly and yeah. someone reacting to it Yeah or a bit of sort of profumo sneaking off to a <laughs> corner of the cave sort of you know crimes of passion There was these weird runes carved into the was one particular rune carved or a symbol or something like that carved into the wall in loads of places I took a photo of it I will put the photo up on our Twitter account which is at soundingspod and if you anyone out there can recognise what this symbol is. It was quite freshly carved, but it was all over the caves, apparently. And, and Paul didn't know what it was. Paul didn't which... know. He said, no, that just, that's just appeared there. It's kind of everywhere. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I was like, Paul. And Paul knew everything. I, yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Paul was there when Dave Bowie and Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin played in that cave. Yeah. Oh, he was so nice. He was so chill about it If as well. anyone does go to Chiselhurst Caves, do ask for Paul because he was the nicest man. It was genuinely really fascinating. I thought it was just going to be a bit scary. Um, but it was it was genuinely really interesting. Um, and yeah, I, I, I would recommend it. I mean, I would probably leave a trail of breadcrumbs. Oh no, you're not allowed, are you? No, you can't bring food in. So that's I should have that. left a little trail of Guinness crisps. <laughs> so I you would have, then you would have been out. responsible for rodent infestation in the caves after hundreds and hundreds of years being fine true, true. Lisa takes one trip down there and suddenly there's rats <laughs> everywhere um, 
yeah, the, the caves are open Wednesday to Sunday if you do want to take the take a trip out there. Um, the website for it is Chislehurst, C-H-I-S-L-E-H-U-R-S-T dash caves dot co dot UK. Um, and you can kind of get all the information on, on when the tours go. And it's it's really cheap as well. It's it's six pounds for adults, um, which is much more reasonable than something like the London Dungeons or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was really, really interesting. I would recommend it. And authentic too. It was all the, the, those old posters were amazing at the entrance to of World War Two stuff. Yeah. Um okay, that's our that's our excursion. If you have any recommendations on other places we should go, uh, if they will scare the crap out of Lisa, that is preferable. But we are also interested in kind of cool places that are off the radar that we could take a trip out to. Um, it's good to get outside of the cities. Okay, we'll be back with a proper episode next time. But until then, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.